Hey, everybody, welcome to Imagine Paradise Podcast in 2023, the very first episode of a brand new year. I had to take some time off. Uh, we had a wonderful holiday tour. I got to see some of you on the road, which is the big payoff for me. I see so many of you guys online, and then when I finally see you in the audience, you have no idea how much that means to me. And I remember faces. I'm not great with names, but I remember faces that I see online, and when I see that face in an audience, I take note, and I notice, and it was so fun to see some of you guys. And this wonderful holiday tour, we just did nine cities, home for the holidays. It was the eighth annual. Can't believe we're almost to the 10th, another year or so. We will be. Nine cities, nine, nine shows. It was it was pretty easy, pretty chill. Um, we had a, a, a couple of unique shows in South Florida. Unity of Naples was great, too. I loved that, but our Oak Ridge, everything else was just sold out. It was really, really nice, really nice. And so we came home, and I wanted to kind of chill out in January. Uh, but didn't. I ended up getting rather erratic, uh, anxious. Um, actually, just if, if I could sort of even appeal to <laughs> your own anxiety <laughs> and what we go through, because uh, I have I have absolutely been in in the in the anxious state. And uh, about two weeks ago, I stopped and I said, you know, I've got a lot of new projects going on. Yes, I have to write probably 20 songs for a new original uh, play uh, with music that um, I, has its first reading in just 16 weeks. Um, I have all of this these classes that I'm doing as, as a music producer to learn how to produce my own stuff um, with three albums looming over me. A lot, a lot. And I was like mostly concerned about the music and getting that done. And, you know, fill in the blank. It doesn't matter what I do, what you do. You and I both know that when we allow the, <laughs> the, the, the pace of the professional world that we live in to, uh, to dominate our mind and our thoughts, that we, we find ourselves so incredibly not present that it gets humorous. <laughs> it gets laughable, actually. Matter of fact, I'll tell you some of the silly things I do when I become so very much not present. First thing that goes generally is that it's hard for me to sleep. <laughs> it's just hard for me to sleep. And then for some reason, when my body, when my mind is going and my, and my body can't sleep, I end up craving extra cheesy Cheez-Its like they are crack cocaine and it gets about midnight, right? Cause I try to go to bed about 9 30, 10 o'clock, you know, and then I get there and like by 11 30 or so I find no solution other than extra cheesy Cheez-Its. And I will walk my butt ass naked self to the kitchen and grab some Cheez-Its and <laughs> handle the addiction. And then my body is so stuffed with <laughs> carbs that it passes out. <laughs> uh, another thing that I do when I really get not present that uh, that is just silly and I take this from my mother. I misplace things in ways that you cannot imagine. Like I, we were looking for the car keys the other day, me and my husband and, 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 and lo and behold, the keys were in the refrigerator, the refrigerator. Yeah, I'll answer questions that aren't really the questions that are being asked. I just kind of like throw words at people and I'm not listening to what they're actually asking. I just think I know the answer so I can get on to the next thing. I know you can relate. And the reason I started this podcast was to provide value to you 
and hopefully share those commonalities, those experiences that we have in life and talk to you about the solutions that have been working for me. I know a girlfriend of mine who's got so much going on at work. I mean, she's in the same position. She's just absolutely manic and crazy. She cannot be present. Uh, I know you relate some, too, you know, hence the problem. So, so the new year found me very much needing to return to some very simple spiritual practices. Spiritual practices that are probably common with many schools of spiritual thought. Practices that help me release the anxiety and find a way to be incredibly present. And so I went back and I started reading The Power of Now with Eckhart Tolle, if you know that book. And I just wanted to maybe share with you some things that have been helping me lately. Um, if you can relate to this entire conversation about our mind running away with us, um, let's just take note for a moment that a life lived that way is a life where the mind is using you. You're a slave to the mind. Uh, do you know what that feels like? I sometimes call it monkey mind, where our mind just runs away with us. And do we know any days of relief? Do we have to turn on the television and have something else projected to us and pull our attention away from the monkey mind in order for us to get any kind of relief? That's one thing that I got to a point where I've been so good at meditation for so long since I got sober in 2009. I've been a daily meditator until like post-holiday tour when I get really kind of busy and like maybe I'll just take a break from everything. I've been on the road with Hades Town, went straight to that, to the holiday tour. No, I can't because my monkey mind gets so crazy that I literally end up having to rely on a television or some sort of loud thing hitting me in order to find some, even an inch of space, even an inch of space. And what I began to discover rereading this book, The Power of Now, is answers the question of the of the previous episode of Imagine Paradise, the episode that I left us with two or three months ago, which is what is spirituality and what does it mean to you? Spirituality, according to Eckhart Tolle and to a lot of spiritual teachers, is embodied in one word awareness awareness the beginning of freedom is knowing you are not the entity the thinker when we begin to create a gap between that thinker and who we are when we begin to experience that gap of silence that sacred space, right? Um, uh, when you can escape that, you realize that uh, there is this vast intelligence back of all things that we tap into. That's the inroad, right? That's the thing. But we got to get a little gap of silence. Um, when we do, we instantly begin to reconnect with that oneness, that intelligence, that infinite uh spaciousness that is that is back of all things many spiritual teachers would say that this is the end of suffering <laughs> our ability to be fully present in the moment fully aware is the end of suffering if we can be so present in the moment where we are allowing all of our senses to experience it watching the thoughts pass like clouds never investing in them never identifying with them 
never taking them on and becoming it. The space between us and that entity, the thinker, grows every day that we invest in that, every day that we invest in that. So it behooves me to encourage you and myself every day to invest in a little bit of time, a little bit of time where you can watch the thinker, where you can take the position of the observer of your emotions and you can observe them. And in that moment where there is no thought consuming you and you're back here just watching it all pass like clouds, you feel that little gap of silence and maybe you feel uh, 30 seconds of silence. Maybe you get to where you can go two minutes without one thought. And in that moment, this infinite beauty, this infinite calm, this order, this harmony, this joy <laughs> begins to introduce itself into our sphere of sensation. Getting back to some of the books that I began my spiritual journey with, how many of these spiritual teachers say that the beginning of spirituality is simply becoming aware? I think that the identification with our mind is the greatest obstruction to our enlightenment, to our joyful beingness, to our health, to our wellness, to our prosperity. And this is why we talk about meditation, right? Because if awareness is the beginning of spiritual enlightenment, if creating those gaps of silence in those gaps of silence, connecting with the oneness, the all that is, the infinite intelligence that lives and breathes you, that expresses itself so individually as you, then yes, it's in that state of oneness that all things for our good unfold truly with grace and ease. How much time are we spending there though? That's up to you, that's up to me. I can go ahead, look at this wonderful year ahead of me, and all the projects that lay ahead of me, and I can not enjoy the process. I can be anxious about the deadlines, I can be anxious about the uh, need for approval of my work. I can, I can create a hundred reasons to make it a, a mini hell. Or I can learn that I have all the time in the world when I get into the present moment. And when I allow the monkey mind to float by like clouds and I can become the observer of it, the silence is sacred. And in that, in that sacred silence is the voice of love, is the voice of work smarter, not harder, <laughs> is the voice of breathe, it's all right, is the voice of holistic health, the voice of God consciousness. It, Emotions are funny, and, and so often the, when I talk about the thinker and watching the clouds pass by, we're talking about all those emotions and those feelings that come up, and it's funny because emotions are really on this uh, pain-pleasure cycle. It's just a loop, right, of create fixating on something that is painful and then seeking the pleasure, fixating on something that's painful and seeking the pleasure, and that's a loop that we, all of us, are very familiar with in our life. When you begin to watch the thinker, when you begin to separate yourselves from the emotions and the monkey mind that is happening, and you watch the thinker, you become the observer. True joy, lasting joy emerges. Let me tell you something, that should be an end unto itself. That truly could be our priority spiritually to become so free from the thinker to become the watcher 
and to find those moments of sacred silence and in that sacred space connect with the all that is. That is bliss. That is creating a heaven that is now. I will go a little further into the woo-woo by saying there's a reason I call this, this podcast Imagine Paradise and that I say paradise is yours to the degree that you can imagine it. And I forgot what that tasted like until I picked the I picked up the power of now again with Eckhart Tolle. And maybe we'll talk more about that book as I continue reading it this month. But here's the truth. The more present I can be in this space with you, a real human being on the other side of this camera, albeit if it's 20 of you here in this body, in this space, post-lunch, alone, soaking up, everything that is this moment, the more I can actually find detail, nuances that are heavenly, that are heavenly, that are joyful. Add to that, not just being present in the moment, but looking for things that light you up, looking for things that feel good, looking for things that make you smile. You begin to find them. You begin to find them. Therefore, heaven is now, and there is nothing but the now moment. And the invitation for you and I to be present in the moment and to rid ourselves of the slavery, the slavery of mental obsession, the slavery of being tossed about by the whim of our emotions. There is a space, there is a place where we can step into the one power and the one presence that is the truth of all life. And it is the truth that I see in nature it is an infinite intelligence that is cycling through the seasons with harmony and order. It is bringing death and life, destruction and rebirth in the most intentional ways. It's requalifying itself to a state of wholeness when it is not whole, it is graceful and easy. This life is your life as well. This is what our life is intended to be. This is actually what we're made up to be. It is the only time, the only time we can't fall into that rhythm that rhythm that is orchestrated by an infinite intelligence that only knows our joy, <laughs> our good. The only time is when we're falling into separateness. And separateness is, yes, becoming so caught up in the thinking obsession, the mental slavery, being so caught up in being a slave to the mind that we can't release, step back, observe, breathe, step into the present, and connect with that oneness. If you ask what is enlightenment, it's not a complicated answer, <laughs> but it's not very hard to do in today's world when notifications are going off, when the fast pace of our work life is making us manic, television and the radio, and then everything's fighting for our attention, and there's just constant dopamine hits all the time in our life. Hopefully that's a great reminder for you that heaven is right where you are, that you can be free from the anxiety. It is within your power. It is within your grasp to have a quality of life in your Monday, your Tuesday, your Wednesday, your Thursday, your Friday that feels graceful and easy. And I tell you what, I feel like I get a lot more done in the day when I can let go of the concept of time and I can just be really, really present in the moment. Like that's a, that's a work hack. Productivity hack? What's the word for that? Are you tired of everybody using the word hack? <laughs> anyway, I'll leave you with that. And join me this week uh, just challenging myself to be 
really aware of the present moment, fully invested in the present moment, and to also simply notice when I am being a slave to the mind, when the monkey mind is running away with me, you and I have the freedom at any moment to stop, to observe it, and to create a little bit of gap, silence. I'll be meditating this week. Hopefully you'll join me and hopefully soon I'll have some meditations available for you at the new website that's coming very soon. Um, Have a great week, you guys. I'll be back next week and we're going to continue this trajectory of really like what is enlightenment, what is spirituality, what is enlightenment, and really kind of just mulling over in an easy 25 minutes or so some of the very simple concepts that like are practical and applicable and make for a better work life, make for a better home life, and make for just a better well-being overall. Uh, That's what I want for you, and I want that for myself as well. So let's do it together, and thanks for being here this week, and I'll talk to you next week.